Well, I think just the special bond between sisters is such a unique one and one that uh, I'm so grateful to have had growing up and so grateful to have now as an adult. And our relationship, my sister and I's relationship has evolved and has grown and is such a important one in my life. And it's so special now to have two girls myself and to know that they'll have each other in life. And no matter if you have a sister or not, that could be a brother or any, you know, sibling in general or a cousin, someone that you think of as a sibling and uh, a friend, whatever that is, just being able to have that close knit relationship at a young age and have it last through life is such a gift. Hey everyone, I'm Bianca Schultz from the Children's Book Review, and this is the Growing Readers Podcast. Today's very lovely guest is a New York Times bestselling author, Katherine Schwarzenegger Pratt. She's here to talk about her absolutely adorable bedtime book, Good Night, Sister. Along with being an author, Katherine is an animal advocate, daughter, sister, wife, mother, and stepmom. As a passionate animal advocate, Catherine works as an ambassador for Best Friends Animal Society and the ASPCA, lending her time, voice, and energy to spread awareness about animal rescue. Catherine is also a global ambassador for the Special Olympics. As an author, Catherine has skillfully translated her personal experiences into her books. Before I share our conversation, here's the synopsis for Good night, sister. From New York Times bestselling author Katherine Schwarzenegger Pratt comes a beautiful bedtime read celebrating the power and comfort of sisterhood. This sweet title is the perfect gift for that special someone on their birthday or any day of the year. Kat is excited to sleep in her own room, the big girl room, for the very first time. But her younger sister, Tina, is nervous to sleep in their old room without her. So Kat comes up with a plan. She'll give all of her stuffed animals to her younger sister and every time Tina gets scared, she should hold them close and be reminded of all the wonderful things each animal represents. Bravery, creativity, love, and imagination. But that night, as a storm thunders outside their windows, it turns out that the big girl room can feel a bit lonely, and Kat might be the one who needs the extra support. With simple, gentle prose, Katherine Schwarzenegger-Pratt shares a comforting bedtime story, illuminating the Bond sisters share and the many ways they are there for one another. Hi, Catherine. First of all, I want to welcome you to the Growing Readers podcast. Thanks so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Well, you're on the show today to talk about Goodnight Sister, which is an adorable bedtime story with a sweet and very surprising ending. Before we talk about it, do you mind if we get to know a little bit about you with some fun rapid fire questions? Of course, I love a rapid fire. Okay, they're going to be favorite things. And since you're a passionate advocate for animals, we're going to start with what's your favorite animal? 
Ugh, I think a horse. Favorite color? Right now it is light purple, like a lilac-y color. Ooh, pretty. Food? Crackers. <laughs> <laughs> Any specific kind of cracker? Yes, Mary's Gone Crackers. I should be their spokesperson. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite song? Anything Beyonce or Disney. Like any Disney princess song from my childhood, I know every single word. I bet your girls love that. Yeah, <laughs> Favorite movie? Favorite movie, probably Wedding Crashers. And favorite book? Good night, sister. <laughs> Cheater. <laughs> well, yeah. on the topic of Good Night Sister, it's your fifth published book, but your second children's book. I want to know in terms of children's book, what is it that motivates you to write for kids? Well, I mean, my first children's book that I wrote, I I did it before I was even married. So I wasn't a mom. I just did it because I have always loved kids. I love connecting with kids and just spending time with them and also just seeing how they're like little sponges with how much they learn and absorb so much information and how curious they are. And I wrote my first children's book about animal adoption, really just based off of little conversations I would have with kids when I would take my dog Maverick out for a walk. He's a little, uh, a blend dog. So he's a bunch of different breeds. He's um, a rescue dog and he looks really unique and interesting. And every time I would pass a child with him, they had so many questions about where he came from, what kind of dog he was, what his story was, why he looked the way that he looked. And I just thought that it was so interesting to be able to talk to little kids about the subject of animal rescue. So I wrote a book about it to just talk to them about it. And when it comes to this book, Good Night Sister, this is again about a subject that I'm really passionate about and excited about, which is the, the subject of sisterhood. And I wrote it as a tribute to my relationship with my sister, Christina. And um, I had my first daughter, Lila, and I started writing this book just because I was really flooded with so many emotions as a new mom sitting in a rocking chair with my first child, reading so many of the same books that Christina and I read growing up. And just that bond and relationship between my sister and I is such a special one. And it was so important to me growing up and of course still today. And so I wanted to write a book celebrating that relationship and that dynamic. And it has uh, been very convenient that in that duration of time, I've been able to have a second daughter. So I have, you know, sisters and my two girls. And then of course, my sister relationship with, with my sister, Christina, um, which is amazing. So they're both books have been about subjects that are really exciting and really important to me. And now writing a book as a mom is even more fun. Let's sort of dig into the idea that it is a bedtime story. There's Obviously, the big focus on sisterhood, which is important to you, but it is a bedtime story. And so how do you imagine families sort of getting together with their kids and, and reading their books? Like, do you have a bedtime routine at your house that you do that you imagine other families sort of snuggling up together? Yeah, I mean, our bedtime routine is such an important part of our day. And just, you know, whether it's a nap routine or a bedtime routine, I find the nap or sorry, I find the bedtime routine to be the kind of sweetest time as a parent and especially as a new mom where you can really just sit and be still with your child and read books, cuddle, be together, you know, have little fun conversations about their stuffies that are in their bed or what they did that day. 
And it was such a sacred time for me growing up with my siblings and my parents. And it's become such a big part of, you know, my, my day and my nighttime routine and with both of my girls and of course my husband. And it's, um, it's always something that I look forward to at the end of the day is kind of that wind down period of the day. And we go upstairs, we, you know, do a bath and, um, and pick out books to read and go over all the stuffed animals and get ready for bed. So it's a really sweet, time that I also like to not have my phone around that. I just really like to be fully present and there when it comes to just that whole, that whole time at night. So I have been reading a lot of the same books that I read growing up with my sister. We're reading now with my daughters and that's, it's so wild to kind of have so many memories of my own experience reading them. And then now to read them with my girls as a mom is wild. So I kind of, you know, I wrote this book knowing how important the nighttime routine is as a mom and really hoping that this book that um, I wrote good night sister could become a part of people's bedtime routines that people would want to add it into their, you know, list of books or into their routine process with their kids, which everyone's is different, but it seems like a lot of people have, you know, their own bedtime routines. And so the idea that this book could become a part of people's bedtime routines is really exciting to me. And also, you know, one of the reasons I wrote it as a bedtime routine is to just, you know, promote conversation around the subject, which is, you know, sisterhood. And even if you don't have a sister that you're able to talk to your kids about being able to have that bond and that connection with a sibling, a cousin, a friend, a parent, whatever that looks like. And just the importance of that and being able to have a partner in crime that you can turn to when you need to feel supported or brave is such a gift. So that's that's my hope with it. Yeah. Well, the dedication is to your sister and to your first, first daughter. I imagine that there's something pretty special about getting to read it with your sister and getting to read it with your kids. And do they feel the same way? Well, I, it's so crazy because I wrote this book, you know, as I mentioned, I wrote this book before I had my second daughter, which is why I had dedicated it to uh, my sister and to Lila because I hadn't even had Eloise yet. So yeah, it's, it's, um, it's been so awesome to see the final product of the book. And then a couple nights ago, actually, like right before I kicked off this book tour, I hadn't read the book with my daughter, Lila yet, because I didn't want to, you know, force her to read her a book that her mom read, but she, uh, I had the book laying on the kitchen counter and she picked up the book and said, mommy, can I read this book tonight? And I said, oh my gosh, sure. So we read the book and she was asking me about all of the stuffed animals and, oh my gosh, that's my stuffy. Why is my stuffy in this book? That stuffy looks exactly like you know, mine and, and all of the stuffed animals in this book were modeled off of the ones that she had in her crib when she was little and the ones that she still does have. And that also Eloise plays with as well. So that was really sweet to see her kind of like try and figure out why her stuffed animals are in this book. And then after we finished reading it, I was like, so what did you think of the book? And she said, it's mommy. I love this book. This book is so sweet. It is so lovely. I was like, oh my gosh, thank you, Lila. Like it was such a, a sweet and honest little moment. And um, so it felt really nice to be able to read it to her. And I wasn't sure like when that would happen or how that would happen. And it happened really kind of nicely and organically. So it was a very sweet experience. 
since you've mentioned the stuffies a couple of times and the illustrations of the stuffies, um, illustrator Lucy Fleming is definitely one of my favorites. So I love that she's the illustrator for this book. And I was going to ask you, like the stuffies actually felt like they that Lucy had been into my house and illustrated the stuffies right. on my kid's bed. And so I love that about this book is that obviously it sounds like maybe you sent a photograph to Lucy and, and that's what she modeled the artwork from. But I feel like every kid that picks up this book is going to be able to see at least one stuffy on that bed that feels like theirs. Yeah. I mean, it definitely, um, I, I was super specific when it came to the stuffed animals and modeling them after the ones that my daughter had. And then when it came to the two main characters in the book, making them as close to resemble my sister and I growing up and also their rooms in the book. Like I was very specific about the details of what's, what was on the walls, what the beds looked like, what the, you know, the pillows looked like, like every little thing. And it was such a, a wonderful experience to work with Lucy Fleming because not only is she amazingly talented and and does such beautiful artwork and also dreamy artwork, which is so great for a, a bedtime book. But she also worked with me really closely to make sure that all of my ideas came through and that, you know, the details that would touch on not only my kids' stuffed animals, but also making, you know, the story have certain tributes to my sister and my relationship growing up and, um, and our rooms growing up and, you know, what we were interested in and making that part of it. So it was really fun and it was a great experience to work with her. And, um, so I feel really lucky that she took this book on. Something that I love about this story too, is, you know, we see a lot of big sister, little sister books, but what's unique about your story is that, well, and you can probably speak to this more articulately than I can, but the little sister relationship and the big sister relationship in this story is sort of role reversal, where it's often the little sister looking up to the big sister, which she does in this story, but the big sister also looks up to the little sister. So do you want to speak to that element of the story? Yeah, for sure. So I, and that's really why I, you know, I wrote this book really based off the relationship between me and my sister, Christina, because growing up, I'm of course the oldest in my family, but when we were little, I was, you know, much more shy than Christina. I was much more timid and reserved. And Christina was like 19 months younger than me, but she was this kind of bold, confident firecracker of a child and she did everything first. And so I, I leaned on her so much to, you know, go down a slide first, to have a sleepover first, to get her ears pierced first, to go to camp first. Like I really would not do anything unless either Christina did it with me or she did it before me. And it is, I think traditionally, you know, as the oldest people think like, you need to be the stronger one. You have to do things first. You have to set a good example for your younger siblings. And for a lot of, you know, uh, moments growing up, it was reversed and I leaned on Christina a lot. And so I think it was a really special dynamic that we had that I feel really lucky to have had because, you know, just because you're the oldest, it doesn't mean that you don't get nervous about certain things or don't need support or someone to help you feel brave and uh, and confident. And Christina certainly did that for me growing up. And I wanted to, you know, put that dynamic in the book because I think that there is, you know, sometimes pressure that, oh, if you're older than somebody, if it's your sibling or if it's a friend, you have to know better. You have to do things first. You have to be confident, be braver. And so this book was kind of like, if that's not you, that's okay. If that is you, that's okay too. 
and whatever that looks like for you as as far as finding somebody that you can turn to to help you feel supported and help you feel strong that uh, you can be older than them or younger than them or the same age as them that, you know, it's okay. And we all at times in life when we're kids and when we're adults need somebody to help us feel supported and loved. And uh, for me growing up, it was my sister. So I wanted to definitely touch on that dynamic between us because it was such a special one. I love that. Well, I feel like you may have already answered my next question, but you may want to add something. So I'm going to ask it anyway. What do you hope kids and the grown-ups who read to them will take away from reading Goodnight Sister? Well, I think just the special bond between sisters is such a unique one and one that uh, I'm so grateful to have had growing up and so grateful to have now as an adult. And our relationship, my sister and I's relationship has evolved and has grown and is such a important one in my life. And it's so special now to have two girls myself and to know that they'll have each other in life. And no matter if you have a sister or not, that could be a brother or any, you know, sibling in general or a cousin, someone that you think of as a sibling and uh, a friend, whatever that is, just being able to have that close knit relationship at a young age and have it last through life is such a gift. And I think something that uh, as parents, we can really nurture and cultivate in our kids. And so my hope is that people will read the book and feel maybe less afraid. There are a lot of parents who've come up to me in the past couple of days who've read this book and said, this book really helped my daughter or my son feel less alone in their nighttime scaries experiences. And they feel like their stuffies can help them now and that they can help them feel brave or confident or their sibling can help them feel brave or confident. So if this book allows a child to feel like they're seen in this journey and seen in this story, then that makes me feel so happy and so great. And also just to feel a little bit less alone in either a bedtime scary time or you know, a relationship time with your sister or your brother or cousin, whatever that looks like. I just hope that this book is kind of a sweet addition to your bedtime routine. Yeah. And then I have one final question for you. Mm -hmm. So you've done a lot of interviews and you also interview and have discussions yourself. Um, You have your BDA on Instagram, which is for before, during and after motherhood. So I'm curious in terms of discussions and interviews that you've done, Is there a question that you wish people would ask you and they have never asked you? Hmm. I feel like I get asked so many different questions that I think are amazing questions. I can't think of something off the top of my head that's like, I wish I could talk more about specifically. I don't know if there's something that you feel like wanting to ask that that you haven't heard an answer to yet, maybe. But I don't know if there's anything that I wish I could talk more about, because if I did, I think I would probably turn it into a book. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, on that note too, I'm going to add an extra question here. Do you have plans for another book, whether it's for adults or children? I would love to continue to do both. I've had so much fun the past three days that this book has been out just talking about, you know, all things kid related. And especially as a mom myself now, I would love to be able to continue doing children's books. So watch out for that because, um, that will, uh, be something that we will be continuing very soon. And, uh, when it comes to adult books, I'd love to be able to continue to do that, to continue to do that too, because 
again, like all the subjects that I've written about for my adult books are ones that I have just naturally experienced in life and felt that I wanted to dive deeper into because I felt like I was struggling with those subjects and I wanted to really be a student of them and felt very quickly and learned very quickly that there were a lot of people also wanting to become students of those subjects. So I think just when it comes to like the subjects of the adult books that I write, it's really just based off of life experiences. So I would love to continue to do both adult and children's books and um, yeah, stay tuned. We will definitely stay tuned. Well, Catherine, Goodnight Sister is absolutely gorgeous. So thank you for writing it. And thank you so much for sharing your time and your thoughts with us today. We really appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you so much. It's been so fun talking to you. Thank you so much for joining us on this quest for growing readers. Be sure to check out our show notes. You'll find links to order a copy of Catherine Schwarzenegger Pratt's Goodnight Sister. If you like this show, remember you can hear it on Apple Podcasts, Chromecast, Spotify, or anywhere else you enjoy listening. Subscribe to the show to get new episodes as soon as they launch. If you're enjoying our book chats, please leave us a review. And while you're at it, tell a friend to come and have a listen. The Growing Readers Podcast is a production of the Children's Book Review. To discover more fantastic books, just like Goodnight Sister, I hope you'll visit us at thechildrensbookreview.com.